Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, my darlings. Hello again. It's me, Anna Mann. You remember? We haven't seen each other for a while, have we? Well, you might have seen me, you know, just in the street or hanging around outside a window. I like to hang outside windows. Um, But you haven't heard me for a while. That's because I stopped the podcast, I Am Anna Mann, for a little bit. Cards on the chaise long. I had a complete mental breakdown whilst playing Lady Macbeth, uh, the Tittery Whoppet Chiswick. Uh, the play was meant to be Othello. I don't know what happened. I just completely lost my lines, you know, just gone. I think there were just too many words in there, you know. When you've been acting as long as I have, which is upwards of, well, some people say centuries, I don't know. I don't keep time. I'm not a time. I'm not a watch. But um, I act, you know. But I, um, yes, I had, I had this, this thing, and I think there were just too many lines swirling around in my head, you know, because you have to learn them all, and then you do the play, and you fuck a couple of the cars, maybe, get in a couple of fights, get a review, threaten to throw yourself from a building, unless it's good, in which case you have a huge party, uh, and then throw yourself from a building. But um, I can't remember where I started. That's the problem with me. Um, anyway, the point is, I'm back, darlings. Um, Oh, yes. No, I was forgetting words. I was having a horrible time forgetting. couldn't remember a single word. And, and I, I was forgetting basic words in normal life. I remember once I called a glass a long bowl. That's how mad I went. But I'm better now, getting better, reconnected with a few people. And I had a tough year. You know, we've lost a few, lost a few friends. People have died on me, quite literally. When I was at the Chichester Festival, lovely Sir Philip Squires died on me. He was playing Han Solo and I was playing his Tonton in um, the musical of The Empire Strikes Back. It's getting kind of cold out here, but don't worry, I've got my lightsaber. And there's bound to be some laughter when he tells him he's his father and The Empire Strikes Back. Don't think the writer had seen the film. Um, Got the tone very wrong. But yes, Sir Philip Squires sadly crushed me completely. I went in for Princess Leia. Is it Leia? Leia. Princess Layla. Princess Layla. But they cast me as the Tonton. They said, darling, we've got a wonderful role for you. It's right up your street. I said, I don't want to spend six weeks in makeup. They said, I didn't think you need any. I was spitting blood, darlings. I really was. I mean, I had pneumonia. I'm here with Sir Peter Runway. How long is this going to last? Well, it'll be as long as it'll be. So Peter's my late-ish husband. He's not quite there yet, bless him. How long do you think you've got left? I'm very, very thirsty. You know where the tap is? Go and get yourself a long bowl and have a drink. Thank you. Bless him. He's he's a good man. He's a good man. We split up a long time ago, but um, I found myself a little bit homeless. I was living with my lovely daughter, Mahogany Hogg. 
She put me up in the pantry, which I was a bit cross about, if I'm honest. And I, obviously I was eating food, you know, and she kept saying, darling, mum, she doesn't call me darling, um, she calls me thing. Thing, where's all the, uh, she's horrible, she really is. Where's all the food gone thing? And I said, well, well, darling, I mean, if you're going to put me in the larder, I will eat the food, you know. I'm, you know, if, if there is something in front of me that can be eaten, it will be eaten. Now, I should point out, we're joined by um, a special guest, in fact, two special guests, in a sense, because um, her little daughter's here with us today. So if you hear some squeaky squawky, squeaky squeaks, squeaky squawky. Yes. If you hear a bit of that, that was me, by the way. Um, but I can do all ages. Um, old man. Young girl. French. You know, I can do it all. Um, but yes, that was me. Lovely Marcy's here, the little the little girl. The little girl. So sorry. If I don't, you go, darlings. Don't you go, Sir Peter? Because if you start crying, I will. I. What? She's absolutely lovely. She's a lovely girl. Lovely. Yes, yes, yes. Are you all right? I forgot my port. Do you need? You've got some port, have you? Go and have some port, darling. Bless you. Bless you. Did you find the the long bowls? Oh, bless him. So basically, um, she kicked me out. Mahogany kicked me out. Well, she got very angry. I'm not going to go into it in detail, but let's just say it involved me. Very angry mahogany. Three eggs, um, some milk, some chocolate chips, flour, sugar, 500 grams. Uh, Oh, no, sorry, that's a recipe for brownies. Let's just say it involved me, mahogany, and me selling all her clothes. But anyway, the point is she's kicked me out. So I find myself desperate for somewhere to stay. So what I've done with Sir Peter... We actually split up years ago, but luckily his brain's not all there, you know, now. So I've just pretended we're still married. It's been a few weeks now and I seem to be getting away with it. All right, darling, how are you? Uh, time for a kiss. No, 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 Sir Peter, we've, we've banned all that, remember? Oh, yes, yes. Could you get my yoga mat? Oh, yes. And go and do some yoga? I just want him to stretch more because he's all bent over. It's horrible. It's like looking at someone who's trying to become a ball. So, darlings, what's the new show like, Hannah, right? It's, it's Anna point two. What are we going to do? Well, it's going to start like this with me chatting about my, my monologue and telling you all my stuff about my life and blah, 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 and blah, 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 like the old show. Then we're going to have a special guest. Then we're going to even set up one of those Patreon thingamabobs um, where we'll do an extra special thing for the real hardcore fans. And then hopefully one day I'll make some money. I'll be able to leave Sir Peter's fucking house. <gasps> You all right, Sir Peter? Uh, time to go to my house. No, we're in your house, bless you, darling. Oh. Would you mind painting something for a bit? Just paint, just paint a pillow or something. Paint. He loves painting pillows. So, what's Anna been up to recently? Quick update. Well, um, not a, I mean, apart from all the death and, and horror and breakdowns, I have appeared in a few things. I did low-budget horror flick Randy Man 2. I don't know if anyone saw that. Say his name five times, the quite randy man jumps out the mirror and chases you around the room. It wasn't great, if I'm honest. It wasn't strong. And, of course, low-budget disaster flick, Flash in the Pan, all about a very small but easily contained fire. A lot of suspense. Fuck off, a lot of suspense, you know. A lot of shots of this pan, and then back to some people in the kitchen, and then back to the pan. You're like, summit's going to happen. But when it did, it was just a sort of, you know. Better than a kick in the teeth, though, you know. Um which was the other film I did this year, Kick in the Teeth, a gritty gangster flick with Danny Dyer and the foot of Sean Bean. Um, He didn't want to do the whole film. He said, give me 12 grand and you can have my foot. Um, And I thought that's a lot of money for a foot. But when you saw it in action, you know, you were like, right, all right, that's where the money's gone. Very long and very northern. And what else? Tiny bit of Shakespeare. 
Love a bit of Bill Shakes, as you know. Can you believe 500 years since, since he's been dead? Feels like yesterday, doesn't it, Sir Peter? Five. 500 years since he died. How old are you, Anna? Oh, my God knows. You, you, you love a bit of rough, don't you? A bit of Shakespeare in the rough. Oh, you're Sir Peter was actually a very good actor back in the day, weren't you, Sir Peter? Do you remember? I remember seeing your John Proctor. Fuck, that was good. Oh, Fuck God. off, your John Proctor. It filled the stage. It was incredible. Am I on the stage tonight? No, darling, no, 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 no. We're in your um, studio that I've had built in your house. Oh, it's, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. The checks will pay I for it. I've my lines. No, you don't need any lines, darling. Oh. You just go, and get, go and get yourself some Doritos. He loves Doritos. OK, very good. So, um, yes, bit of Shakespeare. I did a, a wonderful play back in the day. Sir Peter doesn't remember this, do you, Sir Peter? Mm. Um, but back in the day, we did a wonderful play. He, you see, Peter was all about the modernisation, you know, because people go, go, oh, Shakespeare, you must wear a ruff, you know, and I was like, I will not wear a ruff. So Peter decided to make it a modern, and it was very clever. iPhones instead of daggers, stuff like that. Shut up, that's clever. A sofa, just little things to bring Shakespeare into the modern world. Um, and what he did, we did a version of The Tempest. Do you remember this, Peter? Wonderful version of The Tempest. But what he did, rather than... Set, he brought it to the modern age, you know, for you, the little people, so you could understand what was going on, you know. So it's not just words you don't know in an order that doesn't make sense. Um, what he did, he rather than set it on a magical island, like the original play, he set it in an office in Leicester. And rather than make it about um, whatever that play's about, he made it about sexual harassment in the workplace, uh, the temp pest, you see, which I thought was actually very clever. The temp, very clever. Didn't work, not what the play's about, made no sense and actually ended your career, Sir Peter, and probably for the best. Just one little update on Sue Clinch. I know everyone's always wondering. Um, poor Sue Clinch, yeah, my best friend. Sue Clinch has been me, through me, has been through me, fuck, she threw me once, actually, off a bloody building. Quite a surprise. Um, well, not a surprise. When you know her character, you're like, as I was falling, I was like, I'm not surprised about this. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I was screaming and about to hit the ground, but as I was going, I was going, this is not a surprise, you know, because she was on the warpath again. I'd hidden her boomerang. But she's not well. She's get, I do worry about her. She's getting very poorly these days. Um, and we've been together through thick and thin, as I say. Um, that was a double act we did back in the day, thick and thin, um, because, you know, I'm obviously very live and she's, you know, well, I mean, she's like a wall, but which she's used to our advantage, to be fair, you know. If you needed an actress who looked like a wall, you knew where to go back in the day. Sadly, she couldn't act at all. So, you know, as long as the wall was literally a wall, then you'd be fine. But if it had any lines or anything, then you'd be in trouble because, you know, she talks like that. Um, and it's very off-putting. But um, as long as you just needed a wall, get Sue. And often she would actually just stand in for the set. But she's not well, bless her. She's getting a bit paranoid. She said to me the other day, she started to think people are looking like her. People are trying to dress like her. It's mad. She said, Anna, I think people are trying to dress in the same clothes as me. I said, Sue, darling, that's because you work at Morrison's. That's been Anna's year so far. I'm sorry if you've heard some of those memories before, uh, but, you know, I genuinely can't remember what I did in the last series, and I'm... God, fuck knows if I'm going to listen to it again. Now it's time for a new section called Talking to Actors. Talking to actors, trying to understand their process. We're talking to actors, actors, yeah, they rule the world. 
thanks to Finlay Quay for the theme tune there. Um, so this section is talking to actors. I'm joined by the lovely Sadie Hasler. Hello, my darling. Hello, Anna. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank Poor you. Poor Sadie's had to sit through all that. Um, it, well, it was... It was hilarious. It was oh. moving. As always, it was all things. Visceral. Visceral. Real. Real. True. Yeah. To a degree. To a Lovely Marcy's here, your daughter. Yeah. Bless her. And so young. How old is she? She's 14 months. 14 months. Crap. <laughs> 14 months. Wait till you get to 15. It's Everything gone. changes. <laughs> yes, I, I struggle with my daughter, Mahogany. Bless her. As I, I, I said, she's... Yeah. She's a rough one. It sounds you like know. you've had a, a quite a tough time. With mm. You've got to be careful with them, right? Mm. You've got to show them who's boss, yeah. you know? And I did. I, I just, I mean, her and her dad, Harold Bag, mm. lovely chap, mute, which was great for me. Um, they, He loved him, you know, and I, I sort of, I mean, she says I ran out on her, you know, but I had to follow my career. She wanted to take both our names, so sadly her name is Mahogany Manbag, which is... <laughs> I think that's really dogged her all her life, but it was her choice, you know. I mean, it shouldn't matter, should it? But no, I but can imagine it really has. It's had a, it can affect your career, a name yeah. like Manbag, you yeah. know, because it. I mean, it just looks mad, doesn't it? You go in and you say, "I'm." I mean, she's not an actress. She's. she's I kind she of don't know why business. why people that do are, are mm. lumbered with names like that. Don't change them. Don't change. I know. Like some people really do just see it through, don't they? Oh, God, some monsters like my daughter. So I see the spite. I really do. She's not little, by the way. She's big now. Huge. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Marcy, what happened then? She spotted her chance. She spotted her chance. So, Sadie, let's get into it. Let's get into the thick mm. of it as well. So this is the first time I've interviewed someone on this podcast. I've, I'm very honoured. I genuinely may have done and can't remember. But um, I think... Now, we've we've been friends for a long time. Sadie... A bit about Sadie. I should explain about Sadie. Sadie Hasler is um, a writer, first and foremost, would you say? I would say now, now yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. But started as an actor and, of course, mm-hmm. worked in comedy. I did. did. her own. We were just talking about... Turking? We were turking. Is it turking or talking? Twerking. Twerking earlier. We were twerking. We did we a lot twerking. of twerking. We did a lot remember? of twerking. That's how we get ago. into this. Oh, fuck. Um, Good times. We were very ahead of the curve oh, we in that respect. We were talking about your play you did. Yes. Your show. Yeah. One Woman Show, which was mm. all about uh, women from history. Yes. Yes, and we'll talk about that in a minute. I didn't get to see it. I'll be honest, I think I was on stage at the same time. Well, I'm going to be to say honest, that that's why we've not spoken for so long. Yes, I know. And I forgive me, but you know, I can't see everything. No. I, I Confession time. I don't like seeing stuff I'm not in. That's my one thing. I mean, I'll see anything. I love theatre. I love TV. If I'm in it, you know what I mean. The second I'm not in it, I just kind of turn off. Do you know what I mean? Got a lot to focus on, haven't you? I know because I'm just thinking. And to be honest, if I'm not in it, I will get in it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I got in a lot of trouble with Sir David Suchet. I assume he's a sir. Um, When he was playing Mark Antony and I was Cleopatra in the audience, you know, I, I mean, the real Cleopatra got very angry when I stormed the stage. Anyway, anyway, on, on, on. So, Sadie Hasler, mm. you're a writer, comedian, actor, mainly writing now. Yeah. But um, I guess take me through the Sadie Hasler story. Well, this Anna, is This is the moment. It's so nice to finally be asked. Yes. Um, so, how did you start? So, I started off uh, years and years ago. I was a resident playwright at a youth theatre. Oh. So, I was writing plays for lo- hundreds of children. Uh, one youthy language. Youthy language. Did you have to put things like skank in it? <laughs> <laughs> 
did you have to put chinny rack on one of the lines? I mean, I'm going back quite a way here. A lot of the like, there's a whole pit, you know, that whole, you know, that whole, that, the, the uh, William Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet with the whole, do you bite your thumb at mm-hmm. me, sir? Like that, but just chinny rack on, sir. Chinny rack on at you, sir. A lot of that, yeah. Fuck, but they were quite young, so I, I had to keep it okay. really appropriate. I couldn't, oh, okay. I, I wasn't on that kind of, you, weren't. you know, the blurred lines of being able to get them to be a bit cheeky. Yes, I thought you were going to see something else there, <laughs> blurred lines with your students. <laughs> I'm not sure. But no, okay, yes, yeah, so you couldn't, you weren't the cool, you couldn't be the kind of, yeah, I, I did be, swear actually, so what? Couldn't deal no, with it. Couldn't, couldn't be that, that character. No, unfortunately. No. But was it fun? It was great fun. And it was, a, it was a great learning experience as a writer to be able to see what people you had to write for and then make sure that everyone, I, I always liked to know that they had something they would enjoy doing rather than, you know, if you did another play, some yeah. of them would just be given one line or whatever oh yeah oh that awful thing isn't it Where yeah it's or just sort of stand at the back dressed as a you know as a celery or something. yes yes like the nativity you know and i used to get very angry as a child i can imagine when i got cast in oliver so i wanted to play nancy <laughs> of course and some idiot got the part you know and i but then she was ill for one day and i stepped in as nancy and i was incredible i bet you, you were know? and then she came back and she was Nancy again. And I said, right, teach, this stops right here, OK? I'm clearly better. I did a speech in front of the whole school and demanded I be Nancy. And um, and I got expelled eventually. But, you know, it was, it was... I think you've got to stand for your rights because when you're good, you're good, right? Even Absolutely. if everyone else is telling you you're, you're not that good. You yeah, know? and I think, I imagine you, you know... Sticking to your guns has held you in good stead. Oh, no. I mean, my name is Martin or every theatre in the land. Yes. I can't get a job anywhere, can I, Sir Peter? Filthy. <laughs> All right, Peter, calm down. So, yes, so it's not that. It's not the sort of, you get to be Joseph, you get to be Mary, and you can stand at the back no. and hold a sheep. No, so it was, quite ni- it was quite nice to make sure that everyone had some, something that suited their strengths. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's lovely. So you would write it for them or with them? So I wrote it for them. We put it on. And then eventually, what? so I did that for a few years. Oh, lovely. And, then and where was that? You're from South... Are you from South End? I'm from London, originally. From London. And then I... Oh, that's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Urban. Yes. Hackney. Hackney girl. Oh, God, I love that. I, I love that scene. You know, I'm often seen just wandering <laughs> up and down Portobello Road, just stealing things. Um, so what... No, that's but out you west, were, babe. Pardon? That's out west. That's out west. No, I know, I know. Hackney is out east. But... To me, all, it was all just the streets, you know. That is West, isn't it? So what's North, Big Ben? <laughs> we went off on a tangent there. Let's, let's go back a bit. So teaching, that's fun. So I was teaching, yeah. I was uh, writing plays for children, and then I f- bizarrely started doing comedy. Yes, and that was in Southend. And that's that was right. in Southend. You started getting comedy. I started doing some comedy. Lovely. Ha- writing with... the. Uh, the person I was going out with at the time, yes. he was a comedian, Lovely. just started doing comedy. And then he eventually started making me uh, be in the things we were writing. Lovely. And how did you feel about that? Was uh, at it, was first, nervous... I just thought it was ridiculous. Right. Because you I was just like... yourself before then? Yeah, years right. before, you know. Right. I was, I was going to go to drama school, but, yeah. um, when, you know, when I realised I didn't have perhaps the talent and drive of someone of your oh, stature. so Anna. tough, that, You know, and there's it? so many people like you because in the industry you're, you that... Know, you're so beautiful, you're so clever, you're so passion, there's real passion there. there I mean passion. it, you know. Occasional passion. So what what do you think was what is it stopping? I you? don't know. Well, if we get a little deep at the, for a moment. Well, you know. at the time, 
I was uh, thinking about the whole drama school thing mm. and how you go about doing that. Mm. And then I had a teacher who had come over from Boston who was teaching me English for a in year. In America? In, yeah. Not in Lincoln. No. <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts. I mean, great there, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. He was teaching you Ron English. was teaching me English Ron. for a year. He'd come, he was great. I bet he had he a would, tash. Oh, you'd love him. I bet he had he a did tash. did have a tash. I knew it. Tash and beard. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Love that. Very trendy, very cool. Oh, wow. Uh, but he taught me for a year and he liked my writing and he right. always said to me, Sadie, you're a writer. Oh, no. And so oh. someone actually saying to you, something like that to you can make you think, oh. You know what? I think that's maybe. quite nice. Mm. Well, it wasn't, he wasn't it telling me not to act. He was just yeah. saying you should be writing. I think that's and really then... lovely because acting is something every fucker wants to do, isn't it? And they're all like, look at me. I'm a star. You know, I know I'm like that. I'm a massive show off. God's on the chaise long. You know, I just want to everyone to look at me um but and i think most people do i know they you. do i know they do it's a moth to a flame and i will burn them <laughs> but everyone wants to do that but it's mm. rare that someone goes oh actually writing is yeah. what i want to do i don't have to be the the big old you know drama queen on stage yeah. shouting and screaming and demanding everyone look at me and it mm. and it happened very quickly for me because i did i did then think right what do, what do i really want to do so i stopped looking at drama schools and did a writing degree. Oh, lovely. Where was that? So that was in Middlesex University. Oh. So it was rough. Were, quite a good one though, isn't it? Middlesex? It was quite, it was not as good at the time oh, as it is now because it you, was a very new course. Up. I brought it up. Yes, yeah, the standards definitely rocketed. After you've been there. And then after that, then you got into the comedy. Comedy. With your partner uh, And at the then time, of course, um, we worked together a little well, and I learned so yes, much from you, you Anna. So and much. I have always what meant to. What would you to. say was the main thing you learned from me? For me, I mean, I, I very quickly came to terms with the fact that I would never be you. I mean, that's sort of sad, but it's also so satisfying you, to hear you know someone I mean? say it. It so, makes... Yeah. I mean, in a way, I feel a little bit sorry for you, but at the same time, I feel fucking fantastic yeah. hearing that. And I, I really do. And I, I wish more people like would say that. that to me. Yeah. If anyone wants to tweet in that, <laughs> that they gave... If anyone wants to just... That would be interesting, actually, to hear how many people have given mm. up acting... Because they've come because to realise they'll never you. be like Anna. Yeah. You know. I imagine it's well into the thousands. But, oh, I think... But you no, still are yeah. acting. You want I'm to still act? acting, yeah. Yes, I write my own plays. So um, I run a theatre company with my one of my best friends, Sarah Mayhew. Sarah, yes, lovely. So, yeah. So that is the Old Trunk Theatre Company. That's Old Trunk. How long has that been going? God, about six years now, I think. Maybe. Six years? Yeah. And what's Old Trunk? Well... I called it Old Trunk mm. because we were doing a play and I didn't want to go back to my teaching job. And I was like, oh, God, I just really want to do plays all the time. And I was being really sulky about it. Mm. And then we decided to set up a company and I was literally sat in bed looking at stuff in my room. And I was like, maybe we could just call it Old Trunk. So there was literally a trunk in front of oh. me. Oh, and right. that is an, as inspired as it got. Old Trunk. That you you wrote you wrote never give up Sadie and put it in the no, trunk or something. It was like my that. dad's. It has it got was, a bit of a story. It, it was it was my dad's old boarding school trunk. Oh, lovely! So uh, and I right. feel like I have to keep it. Yes. And my dad's no longer with us, yes. so, so it does. It, it for me, it's got this like yeah vulnerability to it. Oh, Just this image of this boy going to oh boarding school and oh, that's this whole yeah sad bittersweet lovely you bittersweet. understand I'm not, not just saying lovely lovely yeah. but it's lovely rather yeah than lovely <laughs> <laughs> you know the difference it's subtle marcy knows she knows she knows she knows well that's really sweet I think so. It does have meaning. It was. It does. It, it is. But it was just plucked out of no. I literally looked at the trunk and was but like, I maybe think, we could just call it old. You trunk know something I've come to realise recently 
is this thing about faith. Mm-hmm. I've never really been a huge believer, although, of course, there was that time where I dabbled in voodoo. But I've never been a huge believer. I mean, I did a bit of spirituality, you know, the, the, the chanting. Do you ever do that? Om, ne, rom. Do you know that? Do you yeah. do that? Mm-hmm. What is the chant? <laughs> they write it down for you. It's, it's, yes, it's, it's phonetically. You, yeah. They write it down phonetically and you go, yeah. oh, thank fuck for that, you know. I mean, I've I got l- baby brain, so what, I can't you've been, Well, so have I, but I was born with it and it just never changed. <laughs> I love it when you go to a Buddhist place. I go, I do go, I do go and meditate. And it's one, it really is wonderful. There's one man who just lies on the floor and I think, good on you. <laughs> but why not? I, gen- I do think he is actually just kipping. <laughs> I think he is just turning up and kipping. The idea with the chanting is, uh, back me up on this, you chant out to the universe mm-hmm. and it gives you free stuff. Absolutely. That's basically yeah. it. And sometimes it does work. Because once I was chanting and chanting and chanting, then I looked at my bag, chanting, 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 looked at my bag and there was a kinder egg at the bottom of it. So do you know what I mean? It, there is something in it. Um, but then I was with mum the other day, you know, and she's very ill. She was lying there, you know, really very poorly. And she was lying there and I was next to her bed, just chanting, 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 you know, but she's still fucking here. So <laughs> it doesn't always work. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. But what serious time, everyone. So faith, this mm. thing of like, I've come to realise this, this thing you have to, I don't know what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? You have to believe in something. So like the yeah. trunk, you have to, ha- even if you're a complete atheist or a complete you know, whatever. I think to do what we do in any sort of, not just what we do, but anyone who's trying to do something out of the the norm, you know, who's trying to achieve something from nothing rather than just, you know, whatever. I think you have to have some sort of faith. Yeah. Even if it's only in something like that, you know, a talisman. Yeah, a talisman or a Mm. totem, definitely. They're very powerful things. Marcy agrees. Her talisman would be her dummy her right dummy. now, I think. Oh, bless you, darling. Which I think is being our friend today, yes. Anna. You're being wonderful. No, she's being very she's good. She's very I think excited it adds an to be here. I think, she, I think she feels a sense of the importance of yes, today. Yes, she realises she's in a presence, presence of something. Of, you know, something. something. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So Old Trunk Company. Yeah. And they've done pretty well, done all right? We've done well. We've done yes. festivals, We've done you? festivals in Edinburgh and uh, London runs and tours and oh. stuff. So we've done very well. 
Wonderful. How do you keep it going, the theatre? I mean, is that um, an income for you or is that sort of... Because one thing I find is, like, what you come to realise is there's so many people who are just fucking independently wealthy, aren't it's they? It's crazy, yeah. That's how we, they do it. We've, Otherwise, um, you just don't do it no. nowadays. We, well, I'm not independently wealthy. No, God, no. All. Well, I mean, I've got Sir Peter, but, you know, that well is going to run dry soon. I've been well. spending all his cash. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yes, darling? Money. Money? Oh, yes, I'll have some money. Uh, I'll get you. All so, right. so Peter, you, I'll have some as well. Please. Oh, give Sadie a thousand pounds. Do it. Yes, so, I mean, but that, in all seriousness, that's what you need, isn't it? You need some rich old git to... All the arts counts, the cash, yeah. All the yeah. art. Does that still exist? <laughs> it does. Oh, it I does. assume the Tories are just, like, put it on a fire no, and set I think, fire to it. I think it's very hard to get to get any mm. money out of them. Do you but have I have to, been lucky. Right, so. and what did you have to do to get that? Just... Give yourself a nervous breakdown writing an application. Oh, really? Is it like yeah. an endless sort of like doing a, applying yeah. for a visa or something? Yeah. And what yeah. would you say you've learnt in terms of that? The, uh, you know, for a young actor or, or uh, listening um, or writer who wants to set up their own theatre company, what would you say? Uh, speak to people who've done it before. Look at the yes. people who are making work and sustaining their sustaining their careers as a yes. company. And look at how they've done it, you know, and look at what things do have the Arts Council logo on it because there's so many things that get funded. Right. And do just your learn, bloody research. Do your bloody basically. research and drive yourself nuts getting good at writing the applications because they are hellish. Right. And you will end up writing thousands of words and then trimming it right down and just, you know. So in a way, all that stuff's as, as important as writing the fucking plays, It is, it? if you want to get know? some money, yeah. By the way, Marcy's only 14 months, so she doesn't hear if I'm swearing. People are at home going, Oh, no. Will I'm you just... stop? There's a child <laughs> in the room. But she, she's fine. Well, you know, and I want her to have, you know, like a kind of full-bodied upbringing Yes, it's well. just words, yeah, isn't it, at the end words. of the day? It's you know, and, and she is and going to hear worse from me. You should, we definitely, you swear like a trooper, I've heard <laughs> you, God bless you. Like. Wonderful. So, so do your research and find and basically learn about that side of it as much as, obviously, you've got yeah. to be right well. And would you say it's a case of kind of, how can I say it, like finding things to drop in that are kind of trendy or, like, relevant? I don't know. I think you can certainly write with that in mind. Mm. I think you can, if you're wanting to write something current or um, something that's going to, you know, really hit a note with people, you you Mm. can be constantly on the lookout for something that's, you know, the big thing of the moment. But I've never really done that. And actually, I had um, quite a lot of success with my play Pram Kicker, which I wrote because Sarah and I wanted to uh, explore... (laughs) <laughs> babies was that before whether to have babies this was before Marcy. Oh, this was like your play to decide if you were going to do it so or I've always been 50-50 <sighs> don't know right. whether I want babies or not or yeah. very dependent on what happens in life Sarah's always known she hasn't wanted babies right so um, we spoke about that being a theme and then we, one day we were in a cafe and there were some mums with prams in there who were just fucking dreadful. <laughs> they were just unbearable. To the babies? Or they just were like just the... vile human beings. Oh, really? And oh, they God. just were not keeping their kids in check. There was stuff everywhere. They were looking down their nose at everyone. They didn't give a shit about the experience that anyone else was having in the room. What, 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 just really what, what, selfish people. Right. Were they kind of poshy ones? Or... Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think they, would, they, are, they were what you would call yummy mummies. Oh, right. Right, yeah. So they're just and I say this now, completely understanding what a nightmare it is of being out with a kid and a pram. Yeah, and any second, 
still no excuse to be selfish still yes I think. but i i did a show recently and um there was a a, a group of uh, women in the front row and one of them was just hammered and she was just ah, you know joining in with everything and uh, you know at first you go oh god this is going to be what's going to happen here um but she was actually a lot of fun and i found out i think her curse her name was oh no her name was kelly 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 she kept saying her name was kelly kelly you know one of them <laughs> Absolutely barking, bless her, and hammered. And then I found out the interval, she came up to me, and I chatted to her for a bit. And she was, um, it was the first night she'd been out since having a kid oh, in five years. Right. So she'd just <gasps> gone out years. and got plastered. Oh, good on her. And, and was, but was so fun. She hadn't, sometimes you can turn dark, can't you? No. When, when one has that, <laughs> you know, I don't mean, I'm talking about one. Whoever that is, her first when, night out in five years. Yes, yeah, I would be, I would have been mental. She was great, but Absolutely. it was so lovely, and it just really made me think. Fuck, bless you, darling. You know, because oh it's so God. hard. It is hard. I mean, obviously with mahogany, I just got out as soon as I could. But you know, <laughs> but with you know, it is so hard. I mean, it was a different time back then, you know, and I was struggling against a lot of stuff, um, the patriarchy. Absolutely, which weren't even Constant called that struggle. then. They were just called Men. life, Britain. <laughs> You know, awful stuff. Um, but now you, you've got a bit more of a choice, you feel? With the yeah, stuff. I think women and have got much more choice. And it's, it's, it's OK to say what you want to do. And if that involves children or not, I think God, women yes. can just... There isn't that sense of... I think the judgment, judgment isn't as strong on women who, mm. who just say, no, do you know what? I'm totally happy not having kids. Absolutely fair enough. Why um, not? I still think it's hard. I think you still get a lot of inappropriate questions from people that, yes. you know. Why haven't you got a kid? Yeah. Why haven't you got a kid, mate? Or just wading in. Oi, and, you know, they you, don't, they don't know the circumstances either. They, yeah. they don't know that you haven't been trying for a kid or that you might have been really unlucky. I and, mean, it's part of all society, isn't it? It's like... As in, you know, we're we're still unpicking so much bullshit, mm. but it's so embedded. Yeah, like it should just. It's the same with you know with with um, LGBTQs and all that stuff. You know, it's like it should just be all right now. We shouldn't have to think. And about it's so it. weird because <laughs> we it feels like you shouldn't. It's... You should go. Oh, you don't have a kid. Okay, fine. But do, you <laughs> know, when that, you just think it? it feels like we are there, mm. like it is okay. People think it's okay. They know it's okay. Yeah, and it's all fine. Mm. And then you realise, actually, no, it's not. There are still loads of absolute... Oh, God. I've been all this around stuff. and yeah. making anyway, it very hard yes. for people. Yes, we, we mustn't do politics. I've stopped politics since I did um, To Catch a Tory back in the 80s, where we released a Tory into the crowd and the audience were encouraged to catch him and mm. really give him what for, you know. Like Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hippos, yes. It's hungry Hippos, but with <laughs> Tories. Um, but, and everyone just had a big hawk. Um, a bit like Randy Man, too. But... Um, <laughs> No, sorry, I'm just making light of a very serious subject. But mm. um, but how have you found it, the transition? Well... not. I mean, motherhood, obviously, is a whole other... Probably another podcast. But motherhood, whilst trying to be also... Keep this wonderful career that you're doing very well at, keeping that going. And mm. that. In a way, I've been really lucky, um, although it has made it... Comp- completely mental and hard uh, I've been commissioned to write a play um in the last few months so I've been beavering away on that um since December I think and uh yeah so I, 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 I genuinely great. looking back because in December when I got commissioned to write it and they and the first deadline was the end of January mm. and I was also moving house in January as well God. so um 
yeah, I couldn't imagine getting through to the end of it and actually producing a play. And now that I have... Have you I'm, written it now? I've, I wrote it. It's finished. It had a reading in March. Oh, God. And then I've been editing it since then. Oh, that's so And exciting. now I, I literally need to send did, it. Having that, now. did that keep you sort of sane in some... Even though it was obviously a big task. It I mean, like... it kept me sane on a on an identity level in that oh. I still felt like I had a purpose. I still felt like I had a career, that my career mm. had actually, if anything, gone up a couple of notches. Yeah. Um, and so that was great because it, it stopped me from plunging into that awful thing that new mothers do where they just think, God, what is my life now? What yes, am I good at? What am it. I here for? Um Am I a complete asshole for wanting to pursue all these other things still mm. at the same time? Uh, so it, it helped with that because I just felt like, no, someone's asked me to write a play. I'm being paid to write a play. Mm. This is for my baby. Mm. Um, well, that's it. I mean, you are ultimately yeah. bringing in the dosh. Yeah, eventually exactly. Yeah, it, if it, they it's, ever pay you, it's, you know what it's like. <laughs> Fuckers. I'm still waiting on check from 68. Um, I mean, it was £40, but I could really do with it. I mean, back then, that was a lot. That was Zulu. Wonder what's but worth now. What it's worth now? Think it'll go up. I'd I'd, lo- I'd love it if it did, but I, they're very don't mean, don't and I think that's how it works. I think to be honest, they they just pretend I've died every time I ask, and it's been decades now. I'll get that check. I'll get that check. But that's great. What's the play called? It's called Stiletto Beach. Stiletto Beach. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it's um, set in my hometown of Southend, and it was I was commissioned to tackle the stereotype of Essex girls. Oh, fuck. Uh, so it's been quite a ride, yeah. l- like looking at my town through different eyes and, and what it means the to be. Girl eye or? Yeah, and just actually looking at the judgments I have made about women, right? Yes, and re-examining those, and looking at why I do not want to be. I, I wouldn't want to be classed an Essex girl because obviously the stereotypes are, are you so an Essex negative. Girl? Is Southend Essex? It I is. It was, oh, I thought it was Kent. So is what I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly nothing. We've established that a long time ago. Um, wonderful. So, so yeah. that's great. So you're challenging. The, and because now you've got all the, the only ways Essex stuff and mm. all that rubbish. You know, and yeah. it's like, I say rubbish. And so it's, been, mean, ha- it's it? been hard because I wanted to lay into that. I say rubbish. I've never seen it. And I know lots of people love it. So it's yeah. very mean and generalised. Exactly. I've, I've taken out all references to it, actually. Right, good. Because I because felt it sort like of it was actually it, doing it? the opposite of what I wanted to do, which would be inclusive right. and generous. Because people aspire to that now, mm. don't they? Yeah. And are you trying to sort of say what the life is actually like or sort of what... Yeah, and just that I don't think there is such a thing as an Essex girl. Like, mm. you can't pin someone down to a county. Like, there's no one identity. Yeah. So it's... it's. And I, I, it's probably that thing where you grow up to, and, and there's, like, expectation for you to be a certain way, which mm. I guess you get wherever you're from or whatever. You know, yeah. there is a certain... That, you know, I mean, I grew up in Nottingham uh, back in the day, and it was, uh, it was horrendous being the only wonderful thing there, you know. Um, I mean, it was awful. We had to choose between curtains and trousers. You know, it was that bad. You know, the expectation was to just sort of get on with it and not mm. really complain, I guess. Yeah. So what was the expectation of... What Did you feel that expectation of as an Essex girl? What, growing be, up? Yes, that, like, we're like this, you mm, should be like this too. I, no, not really. I felt oh, the expectation to be the opposite of what people thought Essex girls were. So I went you. to a girls' grammar school... And um, so we were obviously encouraged in lots of ways that some people aren't as lucky in. Um, And just, yeah, 
there were there were particular types of girls that I just did not want to be tarred with that brush. And yeah. actually, now I'm an older woman, I just think, well, actually, there's a lot of strengths in them. Um, Sorry, Marcy's falling asleep in oh, my arms. Bless her, yes. I thought I could feel her nodding oh. off. She's literally just well. We're, I mean, we're coming arms, to the anyway. end. There's a lot of strengths yeah. in those in those people. Yeah, and, and you know, this the the I think Essex women have been persecuted for mm. for having these qualities that actually are are strengths. Yes. they're strong. They know their minds. They they take control of their bodies. They know what they want. They look the way they want, and yes. they they make bold statements and I think actually it's a really a lot of positive things in there and it's all seen through the sort of filter of men anyway isn't it yeah. it always has been yeah. so it's like a woman might appear strong or feisty or whatever and then a man sort of somehow filters that into making that mean she's sexy and yeah. and dirty do you know what I mean yeah because it's like actually that quality perhaps didn't have to go that yeah. way yeah and they've they've been fucking profound aren't they sometimes do you yeah. know what I mean sometimes I go Anna, you're actually very clever. It made me shiver, actually. Did it? Yeah. Did it? <laughs> I feel like you've just said in a few lines what I've what it took me have the whole it, play. Have it, darling. Say. Take it. Thank just you. end on that. <laughs> or to put that on the front as a quote, Anna Man. Put that. Make that the title. What's it called? The play again? You did. It's say, called Stiletto Beach. Stiletto Beach. Sorry. Yes. Stiletto. And when does that start? That is running from the fourth till the twenty eighth of September. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Well, I will be there. I would um, love you to come. Well, yes, all come and see lovely Sadie. Um, I, I think we probably have to move on, I'm afraid, darling, because Marcy's falling asleep She's and you know. completely It's been lovely talking else. to you. <laughs> it's a new thing for me. I've never interviewed anyone on the pod. Oh, and, um, thank you it's so lovely. much for having me it's and been, Marcy. It's been wonderful. Is, is there, is there a, a social media thing to find you on? Do you do, do uh, that so at the minute? Or, am, it's hard with kids, isn't it? It is hard, yeah, but, and it drives you bonkers. But I am uh, just Sadie Hasler on Twitter and Instagram. Lovely. Well, and follow yeah. follow Sadie because she's wonderful. Thanks. She's always been great, and I, it's so it's so lovely to see things are really taking off. Thank you. And uh, superstardom. Here we come, right, Sir Peter? Is it finished now? I've... Yes, we've come to the end. Bless you, darling. All right. Now I just say before we go, we are going to do more of these. I promise. I promise. I promise. I want to do them weekly. We'll see. Um, I'm going to do a little Patreon thing. I have no idea how that works and I've done literally no research, but we'll link it on there somewhere if they let me do it. I don't know. I literally no idea. That, uh, Sir Peter's going to explain it to me, hopefully. Mm. Yes, he doesn't even know what the internet is, bless him. But um, do listen for more and um, have a look on a few places. There's Colin Holt Comedy on the YouTube, has some wonderful videos of Anna. He's just my sort of, my, my Bruce Banner, if you will. Animan Actress on Instagram, Colin Holt Comedy on Instagram, Colin Holt on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Also, I've just put a T-shirt on Public. if you have a look for that, although I have been searching for it and I can't find it. So if you can find it, good on you and just fucking buy it. What's even more wonderful, you can buy a pillow, a pillow of Animan. How wonderful is that? And I was very excited about this idea. And I thought, finally, I'm going to get out of this fucking house with Sir Peter and, and be able to choose my own bloody cereal for once. But I did look up and the commission is two pounds per T-shirt. So, you know, please do get buying them. I need I need I need about 10,000 of you to buy them really soon. If that's all right, then I can I can um, I can get a ticket out of here. Anything else? Blah, blah, blah. Please do tweet me and and. Any thoughts as long as they're not, you know, ugh. Um, 
and <laughs> give us a five star review. That helps get re- people traffic and all that stuff. You know all this probably, but I'm just telling you all because you know that's apparently what you do. And you can see me at various gigs coming up. I'm going to be at the Latitude Festival this year. I'm going to be at somewhere else. York on the 6th. Leeds on the 7th. My mum's on the 8th. (laughs) Don't come to that. It won't be fun. (laughs) St Albans on the 21st. Brighton on the 22nd. Uh, That's everything that's coming up in June. And also, I put those on a website at some point. Also, I'm very excited to say I'm filming a a little taster for Channel 4. Very exciting. Anna's people. I'm not sure if I can talk about that or not. But um, if I can, I will put some information underneath because I'd love to get some lovely people in the audience. That is the end. I mean, that was a very fucking long end, wasn't it, darling? What a swan song. So, Peter, how are you feeling now? Very hungry. Very hungry. I think I'm on stage in a minute. Oh, well, no, you're not on stage, darling. Just look for the um, the, the short box. Not the short box. What's it called? Short box. The plate. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, my darlings. Till next time. Mwah. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.